Hello, world. Welcome back to Golf Subpar. Colt Nost and Drew Stoltz and Slays, I guess I should say. Uh, hello, world. Wyndham Clark has arrived. The man is now a major champion. We had him on here after he won in Charlotte at the Wells Fargo. Told everybody, this ain't a fluke. He's got it. He's going to keep rising in the world golf rankings, and he just showed it on one of the biggest stages in golf. Yeah, I think Biggie Small said it best. If you don't know, now you know dude and we've been talking about him for a long time uh for a while it was like oh he's just your friend that's why you're you know you're fluffing him and doing all that stuff it's like no this is real this is really gonna happen like if he figures it out and it's happened quickly i mean just this year was the time when he kind of recommitted himself to the mental side of the game he's been working with a new sports psych for six months i mean he's gone from 240 uh 241st in the world to now 13th pretty quickly well was give her a big shout out to her name She's, is julie Elion. Yes. she is fantastic i've known her for a long time she raves about how hard of a worker Wyndham is. Trust me, she has made a massive difference. His whole team around him is a big reason for a lot of his success, whether it's John Ellis, who happens to be one of our guests this week, or his girlfriend, his family, everything, but just wanted to give Julie a big shout-out. Yeah, her rate, whatever it is, it should be going up, and she's worth every penny because she's made a huge difference not only to Wyndham, to Max, and I'm sure a lot of other people will be seeking her services. But, man, like, you know, for a long time, it was just like, just wait for his brain to catch up to his physical. He can he hits it as hard as about as anybody. You know, he can hit it as high. His short game is spectacular, which was highlighted in Sunday's final round. By the way, he puts it good. He does all the things that are hard to – hard to do if you just aren't blessed with it right you can get longer you can work on your putting some guys just have innate abilities to do things right and I thought that Sunday final round was just like the whole spectrum you got to see it all he drove it well he showed some length the shot he hit on 14 with the three wood to chase it up there to 20 feet when he needed it to create a little room between he and Rory was spectacular but the up and downs man if you go back to eight the first time he really had some stress there after the whiff Blows it over the back of the green. Gets that up and down to save bogey, okay? Not the end of the world. Goes Some stress on eight? Got Jesus, I was like, this might be the golf tournament the right The second here. one, when he hit it on TV, I couldn't see. Yeah. I was like, did that just drop straight into the bush? Like, we are staring at a monstrous number right now. But he gets that up and down from the back of the green. Makes bogey. Goes to nine. Kind of compounds it. He's got that crazy stance. He's standing in the sand. Balls in the fescue. Chips it up the hill. Didn't know if it was going to come back. Rolls down to that six-footer. He ends up making that. Turns with the lead. But the shot that I thought, I was like, this kid... Like, if there's any nerves that are showing or any weakness, it was going to show up on that chip shot on 11 where he blew it long down in that tight grass, grain into him. He's going to go up top, open up the blade. I mean, that shot, everybody knows it. It's so easy to, to if you just get a little steep on that, it goes five yards. If you if you play away from that, you can catch it thin and hit it anywhere. And he hit that little clipper up there, grabbed what do you have, five feet for par, makes that. He just kind of showed the whole arsenal yesterday. And not, not only that, when it got tied again at the end, just like the heart to close that thing out, 17 gets that up and down, 18 with all the fans around. It was just, you saw it all, man. It was, I, I'm, I'm so happy for him. It's been a, a long time coming for him. And I think now the world knows, but God, dude, when he tapped in, you know, I'm a rough, rugged type of a dude, obviously tough bastard. I broke down like a little baby right there. And it was just a hell of a moment, hell of a moment. And, um, good for Wyndham Clark. Listen, there's no shame in breaking down. I mean, he's a really good friend of yours. I was in the booth for Sirius XM, and when him and John Ellis started hugging, I was tearing oh. up. And I'm like, I got to talk. I was like, Taylor, just keep talking. Go. I got to get this together here a second. But, I mean, listen, it's – and also, it was Father's Day. You know, obviously, the relationship with him and his mom and the tragic events that happened with her were talked about all week. Um, and I thought it was so cool to see that emotion come out. Ricky Fowler going up, whispered in his ear, and people are like, what do you – they asked him what he said. He said, if your mom was here, she'd be super proud. Like, that stuff's just so cool. Can we cool. give a quick moment to Ricky Fowler just for not only the way he's handled the past three years. I think he's handled the past three years of slumps better than I've seen guys handle one bad round. 
of golf out there. He hasn't snapped on a media person once for asking the same question over and over about why he's not playing good. He hasn't, I haven't seen him throw a club, throw a tantrum, do anything. He misses cuts. He shows up and signs for hours. And yesterday, you know, he wanted that thing more than anything. And by the way, the entire property wanted that thing for him more than anything. It was all Ricky Fowler fans out there. He loses. He's gutted by it. He sticks around and says all the right things. Wyndham walks by a little later with the trophy and he's like, Hey, how's that feel? And when I was like, great, man. He's like, yeah, I bet it does. Congratulations. I was like, okay. dude, People just don't do that. And he doesn't get enough credit for that, um, for just being, for the way he's handled kind of this slump and the resurgence. So shout out Ricky Fowler, dude. He's he's as good as they come, man. He's as classy as they come, man. Just golf so much better when he's playing well. He's making some great improvements. Uh, I mean, it was it was awesome to see him there in the mix at a major championship. It's, it's It's been a while. I mean, this guy hadn't been qualified for most of the majors the last three years because of the struggles he's had. I, I mean, I have no concerns that he's not going to be top 50 in the world or possibly win at the end of the year but that was actually a massive bogey on 18 for him because top four would have got him in augusta next year yeah and i think at that point i don't even know if that was on his mind or or what but it sure as hell would have been on my mind but you got to think he stays in the top 50 with the way he's playing right now but it, i mean you know a lot of ricky fowler fans disappointed but dude rewind two years it wasn't like oh i'll be disappointed if ricky doesn't win another major but like is ricky gonna stay out here is he gonna contend again will he, will he ever we, he wasn't in the u.s open last year you know so the, the the strides that he's made in that period of time and the work with bush man he looked so good for the first few days i mean through 36 holes dude he birdied, birdied half of them yeah he was rolling it he was hitting it and you could just kind of tell leading up to the week the range sessions he had the way he was talking i was like it feels like an actual confident guy, not some of the guys that, you know, kind of try to talk themselves into being confident. And Wyndham Clark played fantastic. I mean, he he showed the guts to be able to handle the, the amount of pressure that's there on the back nine on Sunday trying to win a major championship. For a guy whose best finish in a major before that was 75th place, pretty impressive to see him go up there and just not blink. Um, I thought it was kind of a little unfair. Social media all week long was just beating down L.A. Country Club how it was for the fans, even the NBC coverage. I mean, Paul Azinger yesterday, my God, they just wore him out. I was, I said, I was doing the Sirius XM coverage, so I didn't get to hear how their broadcast went, but it was nice to see on social media someone else get abused besides me and my CBS team over there. It ain't easy in these Twitter Woo! streets, dude. You know what I mean? They it ain't are soft ruthless. in these Twitter streets. You slip up and say one little dumb thing, like, oh, yeah, that was obvious or whatever. It's like, yeah. you suck ass. Yeah. Yeah. You're it's the a, worst it's a ever Let's go back to the club, though, for a little bit, because I'll say this. I, I think the golf – I want to go play that golf course. I thought it looked awesome. I, some of these guys that say, hey, it's not for me, I don't want – I'm not going to – like, Brooks came out and said that, right? I'm not going to drag anybody. Like, golf course taste is just like music taste. What you like, I might not like, and vice versa. I get it. You don't like the blind shots and things like that. I thought it looked awesome. The one thing I will say, and I totally agree with, from a fan perspective, mm -hmm. a spectator perspective, it's not great. The routing, it's really hard to get around there. There's only a few holes where guys can actually – you know, get close to the action. I mean, after the first couple of holes, you don't get within a hundred yards of those guys. How many times do we see guys miss fairways at a U.S. Open and the spotters got to come over, create a little tunnel they're hitting out of it? It just felt like, especially for Wyndham, who's never been in that situation before. There's a lot of places to take a breath of fresh air and be like, "Whew, okay, I'm not suffocated even anymore." Even on the first tee, like the only people that could really get back there were the members or inside the ropes guys. You know, there weren't the huge grandstands. 18, I thought was cool when they let the fans up. That's a different vibe, but. It's a hard place to watch golf, dude. Well, if he would have three-putted that, it wouldn't have been a very cool vibe because there was people standing in the bunkers. Did you see him look grave? back when they, he marked his ball yeah. and kind of went over to Ellis, and then he kind of he heard it and like looked back, and I was like, stay, yeah. stay in it, dude. But John Ellis did such a great job with him. I mean, he has been. But Wyndham Clark, 
you know, seven tournaments ago was playing opposite field events because he wasn't in the match play. And now he's the 13th ranked player in the world, a major champion, and might possibly later this year be teeing it up at the PNC Championship. Finally. With you. That's what we he said. I was like, get us in this damn tournament. What do you got to do? He's like, oh, you got to win a major. Yeah. I was like, well, fuck. Now you finally did it. And by the way, he's in the Ryder Cup. He's second on points now. So he's, yeah, he's going to be playing for the USA over there in Rome. I mean, the, the the jump up the world golf rankings and just his stature has been, I mean, it's been, it probably feels like overnight if you're a casual golf fan. I bet three months ago, you're like, who's Wyndham Clark? Oh, yeah, I've heard that name. But I don't really know anything about him. And now... You're about to get to know him real well because he's going to be in all the big boys. He's going to get his first trip to Augusta, and he's going to put on that uh, Team USA uniform in the fall. I do got to ask because I have my opinion about the 18th hole. It was just getting abused also on social media. I played here earlier in the year, February, during Riviera, and they already had the fairways cut like where they were going to be, and we're walking up 18, and I'm like, are you kidding me? This is... This is the going to be the fairway on the 72nd hole of a major championship. And Wyndham, I know, got a lot of shit for his big high slice yet out there, which it wasn't going to go. It didn't matter. It could have gone left. If he, had, if he had a two-shot lead, I bet that thing would have gone 100 yards left because Possibly. the only trouble is down the right. But what are we doing? You're giving these guys 60 yards to play with on – the 72nd hole of a major championship, people were like, hey, I bet Phil Mickelson would have liked that back in 06. Exactly what crossed my mind. I was yeah. like, there's a few dudes that have lost U.S. Opens on the 18th that would have been like, I would have liked this fairway. Yeah. Things might look a little bit different. Wingfoot comes to mind. I mean, a lot of them come to mind. That was a little different, you know, and U.S. Open, you think tight fairways, deep rough, and then you get up there, and that's the biggest one of them all, and it also has, like, the least slope. There's some big fairways out there, but they don't play big, like we've talked about, right? That one plays enormous and Wyndham Clark he's nervous as all hell he's like I hit a fade uh, I'm gonna aim left edge and I'm gonna fade this golf ball and I got 58 yards of fade to work with and I did it fade a little more than he thought sure I'm sure it did but like his whole goal was like start it left fade it get it in the fairway uh and he, did it. and he yeah. did it yeah he did it with everything on the line Roy McIlroy comes up one stroke short I talked to him in the parking lot afterwards I mean he was gutted man He's obviously trying to end this drought 2014 since he's won a major and it was right there. But once again, you just like the open championship last yep. year, you go back. I mean, just made nothing on the weekend, 34 putts on Sunday at the U S open hit it. Great. The ball striking's fantastic. Um, man, I, I feel bad. I, I love both guys, right? I mean, I walk with Rory pretty much every week out there. Um, I could tell that one hurt him a little bit. Yeah, you know, it's drawing comps to that Open Championship last year, whereas I would say that St. Andrews setup and the conditions they had is like, dude, you had to go get that thing. You knew somebody was going to go get that thing. Cam Smith went out and did it, and maybe Rory played a little conservative there. U.S. Open Sunday, that golf course was playing hard. There weren't a lot of people. There were some earlier guys tearing up that front nine, but, like, typically you put pars on the board at a U.S. Open, that's pretty damn good in a final round. It's don't go backwards. And he, the way he started, he was the only guy I saw land the ball on the first green on Sunday and keep the ball on the green and he gets that easy kick in birdie. He's got, he had some great putts that just didn't go in early on, but that was the only birdie he made, which was hard to believe. He's, I mean, I, I think the open would hurt a little bit more just cause I think that was more game plan and strategy. Like maybe I didn't go get that golf course the way I did. And I got passed by people. This one was just like, it was hard to get the ball in the hole. How many putts did you see in the last couple of groups of guys making putts outside 10 feet? Nah. Hardly anything. The are so fast. Hardly and so anything. Crusty, yeah. And they were in spots where like, even if you hit it to eight feet, it's like this breaks three cups. Like, you know, if you hit it in the right spot, it was just, there was a handful of holes you could go get. And then some that was like, let's just try to play for par. Um, I think the 14th clearly, is the one he's going to look back on, oh, forced to lay up, God. and then the wedge, and then all of a sudden I was like, where's the ball? They showed it in the bunker. I was like, oh, it was in the bunker, and then it was like all of a sudden they were looking for his golf ball. But By that, the way, all you assholes the out there saying Roy McIlroy took a bad drop there, 
go away. Like Roy McIlroy is not first of all, he's not going to cheat. Second off, there's an official right well, there. It's kind of hard to cheat. The second last group of U.S. Open with rules <laughs> officials. What are you going to yeah. do? Like he fluffed his lie or something? Oh like my, that's yeah. the that's the rule. But it's not in the bunker, so it's plugged. And he's going to get a drop, and it was a and it was a good drop. Still wasn't the easiest chip in the world. I think it looked easier on TV than no, if you were down there with that little that little spine that runs right there. But um, that one hurt. That was when it swung a lot, and I thought Wyndham's Wyndham's got this thing. Mm-hmm. And then all 15 what in a hole I was counting on for a bogey, the only bogey of the entire final round. How about that? Wyndham Clark on the 15th. I was more like 16, 17, 18. You got to hold on. And then he gave one on 15 and then 16 forced to wedge it out of there. It, it got it got juicy, man. And the 17 is, by the way, just the most possible hole in the history of it's golf. It's very difficult. I've played it once and I made birdie, but whatever. You did? Slightly, right side? Slightly different tee box. Uh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Okay. All right. Well, if you guys out there don't believe in the subpar bump, I don't know what to tell you because it seems like every time a guest comes on, something great happens. This week... We got the caddy, two caddies that were both in contention at the U.S. Open. We got John Ellis, caddy for Wyndham Clark, Austin Kaiser, caddy for Xander Schauffele. So listen, you want to come on the show, have great things happen, call Salise. His number's 970. Keep going. <laughs> I won't go that far. I'm like Mike Jones. But, Shout but, it out. But before we get to them, let's talk a little bit about our great clothing sponsor, RLX Ralph Lauren. The RLX Golf Collection draws inspiration from traditional aesthetic of polo, updating it to create a modern sensibility focused on performance-driven design. From sophisticated styles to the most technologically advanced fabrics available, RLX Golf is the ultimate in functional luxury and provides pieces that are ready for whatever the conditions bring on the course or off. You look good, you play good. If you play bad, just make sure you look good. No big deal. Easy. Ralph Lauren is the official outfitter of the United States Ryder Cup team and partner of the AJGA. Ralph Lauren is proud to continue its sponsorship of ambassadors Tom Watson, Davis Love III, Jonathan Bird, Smiley Kaufman, Nick Watney, Billy Horschel, Doc Redman, Trevor Werblow, Andrea Lee, Devin Bling, Zach Johnson, and Sean Bowley. The RLX Golf Collection is available in select Ralph Lauren stores, exclusive private clubs and resorts, and online at ralphlauren.com. And Wyndham Clark, he'll be rocking the polo. He'll be sliding on a little RLX, as will both of our guests. All right, well, let's get to it. Here's John Ellis and Austin Kaiser on Subpar. All right, these are some of my favorite episodes here. We got two of the premium loops on the PGA Tour with us here today. Great dudes, fantastic caddies, great players also, and they are ready to absolutely unload on their bosses for the next hour. For Wyndham Clark, John Ellis, and for Xander Schauffele, Austin Kaiser. Boys, good to be with you. Thanks for having us. Well, thanks for having that, us. First off, that's who they're currently working for. They could be fired yeah. by the time this episode I, comes next out. Next week might be someone Good point. different. TBD and my God, and TBD. I mean, yeah. are we running out of guest options or yeah. what? We'll be working for Charlie Hoffman in maybe two weeks. Who knows? <laughs> wow. Well, okay. That back I'll help always, you out. You don't want to go that far. <laughs> that one's always available. Oh, but, nobody, nobody wants a seagull. No, he's tough. Well, he's first off, thanks for joining us. We're here at the True Spec in Beverly Hills. Um, nice little place to get some golf clubs fit. Just right here off Wilshire. No big deal. Easy to get to. All right. Well, let's get to it. Let's let's talk about it a little bit. First off, John, you were you were quite the player. You had you had a lot of game. Maybe not the strongest mentally. Um, what got you actually into caddying? Uh, well, I was Wyndham's golf coach at University of Oregon. Um, obviously, at one time I was a pretty good player, and um, yeah, I was his golf coach. I thought the world of that kid. Um, I thought he could learn from how I behaved. He had a little of what I used to do on the golf course. What was uh, that? What is that exactly? I think you summed it up at Wells Fargo. I have a little Terrell Hatton in me. Mm. And um, as Sleaze would say, I got a little temper. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but yeah. And um, he asked for some help one week and 
I went out and helped them a little bit, and well, I thought I did or tried to do it, and five years later, I'm still doing it. Good choice. It's worked yeah. out really well. Congrats on the first win out at the Wells Fargo. I don't know if you remember, we actually played together. AT&T Pebble Beach Pro-Am. We got paired together the first three rounds. Who won? Who, who won? Honestly, I couldn't tell you that. I just remember I was like, who the hell is John Ellis? And then I learned quickly that you're somewhat of a mini-tour legend up in Northern California. I do know who won. Yeah. And thank you. I'm there guessing, you we, both missed the cut. I'm guessing I, we both missed the cut. No, I birdied last to make the cut. Oh, good birdie. That's I do remember life. on the first hole at Poppy Hills, it was kind of raining. We had a little, I don't, we had a little delay or whatever. I hit my hybrid about 20 yards past this driver, and he says, is this how it's going to be all day? <laughs> <laughs> that was that nuclear hybrid you That had. was that nuclear That was it. When hybrid. that thing broke, you were done. Yeah. That was, yep. My career was over. 310 well, with that it? dog. Well, it lasted longer than any other club I had in my golf bag. Well, Austin, tell us a little bit. How did you get to know Xander, and what, what's your golf game like? I actually have never seen yours. Oh, it's bad right now. I play uh, probably about five times a year, maybe, maybe six try to break a club every time just uh oh good so we got some know. good attitudes yeah, here yeah, yeah, yeah. friendly environment yeah i broke like maybe 10 clubs in college throughout my college career that was my highlight um i actually met xander in college uh i was not very good i kind of honey potted our coach he went and saw me i was playing out of jc and i played unbelievable and he came and saw me that exact day and i'm like got him let's go full ride <laughs> so you ended up at san diego state with xander san diego state yeah we came in at the same time and i'm sure he'll tell you stories of like how much of a dweeb i was or like a flat bill hat was yeah i know you're right you're right um but yeah so we met and we were like best friends in college you know we always he'd drag me out to practice and i never wanted to go so was caddying in the forecast for you no. like did you see xander and be like this kid's gonna be the real oh deal? I, knew, I knew he was gonna be good i just didn't you think should... you'd need you know i thought he'd end up with like a veteran caddy not some schmuck like me you know so when when was the first loop you had with xander uh, like when was the first time was like yo you want to so we went to me? a lot of like mini tours like i would he didn't really have a dependable car so he's like hey can we drive your honda accord you know a couple thousand miles and just go through this little circuit and i was like yeah sure why not, why not? you know so we did a bunch of little mini tours, and he was crushing it. Like, he was winning almost all of them. So I'm like, oh, all right, here we go. But before that, like, I was supposed to be a cop. And a lot of people don't know this. But you're going to be a cop. A cop. Oh, That's quite the five eight, quite five the... eight cop who loves donuts. I mean, I mean. You're I in. He's going to get beat up. Right? You're in. You made a good choice, Beth. I did, yeah. yeah. <laughs> I, saw my, I saw my recruiter last week in San Diego, San Diego actually, and he's like, you, uh, you want to come back? I'm like, mm. so did you go, like, go through the academy and everything? Oh, I was, a, I was a month away from like being admitted into the academy. Getting and, a badge. And, and Xander's dad actually messaged me an uh, email, and I'm like literally at home. He's like, hey, we need a caddy. Why did we never think of you? I'm like, because oh, I'm fucking anger ball? I don't know. Like, <laughs> why would you want me on? Like, I'm unstable, you know? Um, so he like sent me an email, and he's like, yeah, I'll try it out. And I talked to my wife, or at, my t at the time, it was my girlfriend. Talk to my parents. I'm like, you think I should do it? Like, I know he's really good, but like, I, who knows what's gonna happen? Like, it's not a sure thing. You got to still go through Corn Ferry and all this. Like, I don't know. Safer than being a cop. Yeah. At and the, by the time, way, yeah. You complain about a commercial flights. Now you well, only now, fly private. Now, <laughs> it used to be a cop. Just, cop just save that. We will get to that. Yeah. Okay. Just save that. Not for many a cops on the PJ. <laughs> no, not many. No, there's some security when you get off of them, but that's about it. Yeah, that's yeah. It. yeah. Easy. Easy. So how many years, is it, I mean, you've been with Xander's whole eight, PGA Tour? Eight Turner? years, yeah. Eight years. Yeah. Give me the closest you've ever been to getting fired. Oh, boy. Both like, of you. I want to like know. Like in the last week? Like in the last week or no? Never. Has there ever been uh, not a really. time Dude, where he's, he's so easy to work for, like, and we're boys, so, like, I, I just tell him how it is. Like, if he's being a bitch, I'll just say, hey, you're being a bitch. Like, 
You don't up. have to whisper, bitch. This is yeah. the mic. Yeah. Well, yeah. No, I'm just trying to ease <laughs> no, into this because it. it's going to get progressively worse. I love it. Um, no, it's just like there's been times where we've argued, but like there was never really a time where it's like I'm going to get canned. There's some times where, like I need to pick my shit up. Like I need to be a better caddy, and that's why like. I don't know if, you know, John and we like to walk the course quite a bit because it's like, I need to know my shit. I'm a young guy. Like, I'm still learning how to be the best caddy I can be. As cliche as that sounds, you know, I'm, I'm out here and I'm young trying to compete with all these veterans. Is part of that, like, staying out of the cemeteries at night? Oh, God. Well, yeah. <laughs> Whoa, we need to, yeah, no, you don't we need to explore that in a little bit. Yeah, that's, that was a rough night. That was, quite <laughs> the, that was the lowest point in my life at that moment right there. At least and that's came when and I got thought, you. That was actually probably the time I thought I was going to get fired. Well, I know. I was hoping there was another time so then I could go back and bring that one up. No. What's this? Well, now I, I got to know the story. The I, don't story. Yeah, I don't think Ellis knows this. Uh, it's our rookie year. We're at the, at the Byron, but it's the five, whatever. The Las Colinas, four Las seasons. Las Colinas, thank you. We missed a cut, probably because of me. Um, and this is like our seventh, eighth event, right? And Xander's, you know, he's grinding at this time. He's like the Hideki Matsuyama of, of an American golfer. And we missed a cut, and Dave is with us, Pelicudis, Big Wave Dave, caddies for Bo Hostler. He, uh, we're like, let's go out. Like, at this time, I'm like 23 or 24 at the time, 23. I'm like, yeah, let's go down, you know, downtown Dallas and hang out, go to Uptown. We ended up getting, at the time, we were walking by, and there was bottle service for, like, $300. We're like, how much is bottle service? Like, a table. Oh, it's 300 bucks. I'm like, oh, sweet. Sign us up. Next thing you know, I drink a fifth of Grey Goose. <laughs> and uh, end up in, a, in the middle of a thunderstorm, like, dumping rain in the middle of a thunderstorm in a cemetery doing snow angels. <laughs> <laughs> And this guy walks past me, and he's like, dude, you need help? And I just go, shut the fuck up, and, like, yell at him, lose it. <laughs> I'm a While cop. I'm on the phone. I'm a cop. Yeah, I'm a Get cop. Your badge number yeah, yeah, exactly. That's why I cannot be a cop to this day. Um, <laughs> but I'm, like, blacked out, and I'm calling my wife, and she, friend finds me, and she's like, dude, you're in a cemetery. So she calls Xander. This is at 2.30 in the morning. Xander wants to wake up and practice at 7 a.m., mm -hmm. miss a cut, wants to grind, like, not, you know, like a true golfer would. And she calls Andrew. He's like, I don't know where Austin is. It says he's in a cemetery. And he's like, why is he in a cemetery? He's like, I don't know. He called me, jumbled, yelling, and he told some guy to shut the fuck up. And I'm like, okay. But I'm literally hugging onto a tree, blacked out. <laughs> so I'm here, and then Xander, being the good friend that he is, is like, all right, I'll find him. Send me the screenshot of where he's at. So he comes, and he calls me, and I'm like, I pick up. I'm like, where the hell he goes, I'm here to pick you up. Get, find my car. And I go, I don't know where you're at. It's dumping rain. And I go, honk, honk. Maybe I'll find you. And he like honks twice. And I go, I heard it. I heard it. Go right. He's like, how the fuck do you know where I'm at? <laughs> like, to go right or left. So and he ends up finding me. And I am literally covered in mud. Like covered, probably dead person, like juice, you know, like gross. <laughs> dead body juice. Yeah, like yeah. in a cemetery is just foul. Picks me up in the courtesy car. The courtesy car is destroyed. Like he had me take my shirt off. He has pictures of it, which yeah, I'm glad I know. He, didn't um, show he all, actually offered them up, and I said we're not going to do that. To yeah, him. it was a tough look, and that was like when I was 20 pounds lighter too, and it still was not good. Hey, well, you made it out alive. Not many people do out of a cemetery. That's a good boss, and you survived that. Dude, on the back. Like, hey, you're you're unfired. Unfired. That's if a good guy. You for that, dude. Yeah, you're, you're unfireable. Like, you're you're good. Yeah. Yeah. You have yeah. immunity. Yeah, sure you can do anything yeah. for Same. forever. 
All right, now, Jelly, you tell an embarrassing drunk story. No. <laughs> <laughs> well, last night. Have you ever been? You and Dub go back. Like, you go way back, like you said, to college. But have you ever had a moment where – and you've been through ups and downs, too. Have you all 100%. ever, have you ever like, had a situation where, like, we've this had, might be it? Yeah, I mean, we've gotten in, like, yelling fights on the golf course. Um, there's times where I felt like, ah, maybe this isn't working. Maybe I could get fired. Um, but never to the point where – I mean, we've had some awkward nights – uh, or awkward tournaments, and then we went out in Vegas. Like, Vegas two years ago where I was like, man, we were fighting. I mean, it was just the final round. Everything I said, I got an earful back, and I was like, all right, I'm, I can't handle this anymore. He's acting, like, a little too much uh, at me. And then uh, I think I, was, I wasn't staying with him, but um, he's like, hey, I can't. I'm going to get out of my room. Can I stay with you? And he actually had the room he just I, th- I felt like he did it like would, will you stay with me today? <laughs> <laughs> i don't want to be alone yeah, i don't want to be alone we went out we gambled had a great time and everything was okay but it was like that was one of the times where i was like all right this could be the end of this vegas cures everything yeah vegas does cure everything. oh yeah just get over it cures everything <laughs> i mean you, you picked up your first win earlier this year at the wells fargo were you surprised at all how long it took him because all of us that watch dub play i mean like we just rave about his talent um yeah for sure surprised um he's been knocking at the door i actually felt like he was ready this year um i know he'd been close um the last few years or had chances to win talent wise ability wise um who he is a golfer sure he should have won i thought his maturity level needed to be where it is now to win golf tournaments and he's there, and I expect him to win multiple golf tournaments. And I truly believe he's one of the best players in the world based on what he's doing now. And I don't think he was ready to do that a few years ago, even with having the talent and um, the skills that he had. Well, y- y'all were yeah. actually battling it out coming down the stretch Saturday and Sunday. Saturday was some of the best golf I've yeah. ever seen between, the, between yeah. both guys. Yeah. What's it like for y'all? I mean, y'all are good friends. When y'all are out there on the golf course paired together, y'all mucking it up, having a good time, or is it all business? Uh, he was awesome on Sunday. Um, we're trying to get our first tournament. Yes, we've been in this situation a few times. They're in it every week. Um, we're trying to win. I was nervous. Wyndham was nervous. He, I will say something like, you know, twosomes are fast, and you're going, and I'm reading putts for Wyndham all week that week. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, he's like, go do your thing. I'll take the pin. Because you usually take the pin when their guy's in. And he's like, I got the pin. Go do your thing. Like, first class kind of stuff. Like, we're out there just grinding, trying to do it. And my boy over here is helping me out, which was pretty amazing. And Xander the whole time was uh, talking talking to Dub, making him feel comfortable. I felt like Sunday, if we weren't with him, could have been different. Because these guys walking down the first fairway, we were already making fun of each other. Yeah. Telling like, hey. Let's go or, you know. Yeah. I told him we were going to pound him, and we did. Hey, give him a bad number here or there. We really yeah. need one. We could really You've use one. You've won five of these things. We haven't sniffed. Yeah, just, give him, just give him one or two bad digits. Yeah, you guys were talking the whole time. Like, that pairing, yeah, I think, played fine. a big yeah. part in that. And it, it seemed like fine. Dub and, and Xander were like, like you said, they were going down the first, but it looked like they were jaw- not jawing a little bit, you know, like friendly, like shit yeah. talking like you do to your yeah. boys. Like, if, yeah. if Dub outdrove him or vice versa or it's whatever. It's definitely coping for both of them. Like, Xander enjoys it too, you know, like, so puts them at ease, both of them. So it's like they're going to be in their comfort zone. We we're both in our, uh, clearly on Saturday, they were both in their comfort zone. So. That was that serious. That was the best golf serious, I've serious ever seen. Yeah. I've been doing this for five years, not nearly as long as you, and you've played amazing golf, but 
The golf they played on Saturday was unbelievable. On a hard golf course. Yeah, yeah. on a big yard. 64, yeah. 63, or... 63. Seven under, eight under, yeah. yeah. I would have to think the on-course commentator had to comfort y'all a little bit. Yeah, no, it's Barbara. Definitely Barbara. Barbara. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. She's the yeah, Who are you kidding? No so one Sander, likes you. See, I don't know if you know this. So I have a lady that carries my, my video monitor for me. Her name's Barbara. Okay, so we're at Phoenix Barb. Open. The Barb, Barb, the first time Barb. she ever goes with me, we're paired. We're, we're walking with Xander. And Xander walks by me. He's like, Jesus, you're big time. Now you got an assistant. I was like, yeah, this is Barb. He's like, hi, Barb. All good. No big deal. I think two days later, we're paired with, we're walking with him again. Xander walks up. He goes, hey, Barbara, how are you? She goes, I'm good. What's your name? <laughs> Xander had no clue. And what industry are you in? Yeah. Yeah. And now Xander says hi to her every time. And she is by far, Xander is by far her favorite golfer. She gets so excited when we go with Xander and all. Hello, son. Yeah. yeah. You good. What's you your watching, name? You watching yeah. favorite you? players out here? Barbara's a goat. She is, uh, yeah. Great All woman. right. Serious golf question here. Serious caddy question here. Big part of caddying is psychological, right? A lot of guys give numbers and club and can club and read lies and things like that. But when your horse ain't running right, you got to get him back in the game. Each of you answer, like, let's say the dauber is down, head's down. You got to get him back in it. Is it you give him the apple? You give him the spurs? What's the best way to get the best results out of your boys? Uh, I try to make things loose, like bring up sports, bring up something other than golf, because obviously at the time golf's not going well. Um, he's a big sports fan, Matt, or, uh, he loves avalanche. So I'll bring something up sports wise to where he's not really thinking about golf and he could just go swing and move on from golf. Cause that's half of it, right? Like they're, he's walking down the fairway. F this, F this, I can't hit it. My <laughs> ball striking. I'm going to be on the corn ferry next year. It's I can like, attest to all this. Yeah. I actually know. It's, it's all the, the same stuff I, I, I say. And then, like, yeah, you know, dude, you are. Yeah. Uh, the best story ever one time, he missed a few cuts and we were in Japan or something, or uh, Korea. We finished fourth, but on the 27th hole, he hits in the water way right, and he's like, John, that's it. Motel six is from here on, from here on out. There's no way I'm going to keep my card. <laughs> and he finished fourth. I admit, great the you last told game. me that, actually, when you got back. That sounds so perfect because I've actually experienced that. What about you when Xander – it's, it's rare that your boy doesn't play no. good, by the way. But let's just well, say he's a couple over rarely. Yeah. What do you do to get him No, back? I mean, he's always been the guy who's – he was raised that way. Like, just be tough and, like – you know, be your own hype man. So I always knew he did not like any of that foo-foo talk. The like, rah-rah shit. Yeah, yeah, he hates that. So, like, you know, he hates being called bud and pal. So I'll do it just to piss him off. Come on, sport. Yeah. Hey, <laughs> hey, bud, let's go. Come on, let's hit this one. No, he doesn't need that. So he, he grew, he's, you know, some, he'll be the first one to tell you, like, oh, I need to talk my caddy off a cliff sometimes. And it's like, oh, okay, here we go. Yeah. But, got, uh, here, go ahead. No, let's hear it. Let's no, I'm, just, I'm interested because... I mean, y'all two, like I said, are very good friends, and y'all have had yeah. some gin battles. Yeah. There you go. Over the years, I need battles. to know. They're not battles. Okay, Austin, what's well, your so you and the gin player too? We always play, you know, with teams. So I get, I get Griner usually, and he gets Big Wave Dave because he's probably the best. I'm. Would you say I'm second? You're the best. best? I'm second. Yeah, he's. Wait, the best. Say, it. <laughs> say it again. Let's just say he talks what like class? he's the best. Can I get say, in some of these games? Say it again. Half I'm the, the best. He doesn't know what he, I, I don't know sure how to can play. See. But oh I am I am his daddy. Like okay. he, he hates going against me. So like, you want to switch teams? He's like, no, I'm good over here. I'll just you know. So he's he is good, but I'm Novocaine. It just takes. You gotta time. walk the he dog. He talks like he knows what he's doing. You know, yeah. like you he walk just the says dog? it so yeah. confidently. Walk the dog. Yeah. <laughs> uh, so you own him. Basically, yeah. is what the end of that is. Yeah, perfect. What about because you're a good? But you just say you don't play that much anymore. Let's say 
caddy player match alternate shot. What's the line? Ooh. You and you and X. What course? There's Jelly and Dub. What course you wanted? Oh, they they both like Quill against Hollow. them. That'd, That'd be, be a, a good, good match. match. That's, yeah. a, That'd be a good is that match. not? A, that's yeah. why I figured it would be right. No, but I like. The, I don't play much. My iron play is awful, but I can. He chips the I can snot chip pretty well. You got the short game. That's too. it. Well, I miss every that's green, so I have does. to. Jelly's but, a really good putter. Yeah, I'm pretty good putter. <laughs> My short game is pretty good. Holding it like this, you, <laughs> you just told me you were quitting seen... because you just played so good. In I asked. Yeah, I play, I shot 68 at a course back, and I didn't miss hit a shot. I hadn't played in months, and I'm like, why would I ever play again? I can't get any better than that. Yeah. You have never seen more putter grips used throughout one round or one tournament oh. than John. There's yeah. some shit that I'm like, you can't even no. create. I'm like. I don't, yeah, maybe. I don't I did. There's no like, maybe. If I put it in between the, the gap between my pinky and my <laughs> ring finger, then I can't. I mean, just sh shit you've never seen before in your life with the jelly. I got to ask, back in the, in the Jicky Jack days, did you and mm. Sleaze ever room together? Yeah. Oh, yeah, dude. Okay, Lots. give me, break down Sleaze as a travel partner. Oh, yeah. High maintenance, diva. <laughs> <laughs> he claims he was, like, where are you from in Denver's the hood. <laughs> Such bullshit. It's consider it's the fact. source. Consider, consider the source. It's fact. Uh, what else? High maintenance and a high what maintenance. Else we got? Yeah, he's he probably to... organized, huh? He probably like unpacked. No, it. no. How no. Do you high maintenance. He couldn't. Like... You couldn't get him up. He would hit snooze like nine that's times. That's a fact. That's an accurate. <laughs> yeah, like seven thirty. Who tees off at seven thirty? A jicky at seven thirty. What are they hey, doing? Maybe a can of like I get two afternoon times. <laughs> yeah. I need one thirty. Red Bull, please. Red Bull. Yeah, we did have some good good runs yeah. staying together up there in Canada. Honestly, to this day, this is no BS because he's here and he's actually dragging me about the Denver thing. Um, best player to never hold status on a like a Corn Ferry or PGA Tour. Honestly, that like people ask, I say John Ellis. All right, edit that, edit that out. We're not allowed to yeah. be yeah. striking was spot. like <laughs> legit tour level putting, chipping, brain zero. Can you compare like a current day tour player's brain? Who's the to John Oh, Ellis? brain? Yeah, I mean, it's Mental Hatton. Game. It's Hatton on steroids. Hatton on steroids. He makes Hatton look like Tony you, Robbins. Can't lay, dude. Yeah, he makes like he makes Hatton look like a flatliner. Ellis, how many This is the thing. There's no trucks out there, no equipment trucks or whatever. How many <laughs> tournaments did you start with 14 and end with 14? Very few. Very actually. few. Luckily, I played well or else I would never have any clubs to finished tournaments with. Like, well, it's a perfect eight iron, but I broke that yesterday, yeah. so it's yeah. a little chippy seven. So that was a good ball strike. I had to hit, like, sevens and hard hook nines to, because I didn't have an eight or a six at one week. Yeah, it was it was the real deal. Well, caddies are starting to get a lot more in the limelight light now. Uh, Netflix has obviously helped that a lot. John, I got to ask you about your man Austin here. On a scale of one to ten, how bougie is Austin Kaiser? Eleven. Uh, <laughs> Yeah. Are you that I'm bougie? Gonna, I'm starting to I hear just, things. I grew up with not much money, so when I started making money, I'm like, holy shit, this is awesome. Like, this is like not Monopoly dollars. These are real dollars. So, like, I, I, I just like, you know, I'm not going to have kids, so it's like, why pass down? I'm not going to pass my money down to anyone, so I like to spend it. Rumor has it you bought a car just for your dogs. It, okay, it was a, it was a, <laughs> it was like 2004 Subaru, like. It's just you like, bought a car for a your nice dog. Car for I did. A dog, I did. Buy, I did buy a car for my dogs. Yeah. What do they do with it exactly? They drive it. You know, <laughs> I sit in the back and they drive it around town. Yeah. Yeah, I go to the dog off, beach but... and I was sick of washing my cars like nonstop. And I'm like, I'm just gonna invest in a little shitty car. Oh my god. Oh It's great. And like, if you need a car in San Diego, just let me know. I'm good, dog. I don't <laughs> need your soup. I don't need your dog's car. Golden Retriever hair all over you. Yeah. That's what kind of dogs do you have? Do that. 
I have a German shorthair pointer and a fox red lab. Sounds bougie. Yeah, yeah they're, <laughs> they're high maintenance dogs. And they yeah. arrive in style. Yeah. Poodle. All right, this is a good. Well, hold on, let me ask this bougie thing this. for a second. Hold on, hold on, okay, because go. you know I know it's devastating to you because Xander has recently oh, moved to Florida. Yeah, uh, he was living in San Diego. He flies private. You got to ride. I did a lot during of free COVID. Rides. We flew private everywhere. So more than just during COVID. Yeah, we, he was on flights. He was just COVID. flying places Double randomly. Yeah. yeah. So now that he's, I'm, I'm told, since now that he's moved to Florida, you have to fly commercial. What airline are you trying to get the best status with? Oh boy, I mean, God, that's a tough. He's that's a tough go backwards, own. isn't it? it? Is, yeah. That's a tough go backwards. Like, why are there so many people on this flight? What's going on? Who are these strangers? No, I fly United or surprisingly Southwest. Oof, God, yeah. that's wow. No jets to Southwest. Would you consider so moving to Florida just so you can start flying? <laughs> I'm honestly, I honestly would it. if I was I, you. I'm I think. dead serious. They got beach in Florida it. too, yeah. dude. You this, could this surf is, and this is becoming a problem. It's really selfish of him to move like that because he moved to Vegas, right? Which wasn't bad. I'd just jump on a Vegas flight to San Diego and then meet him at the. Hey, bud, how's it going? Where's our flight? No, but now it's like I can't do that. Sounds good. And the other day, you actually had to drive all the way to Orange County to get on a private flight. I know. We flew actually on Wednesday. (laughs) On Wednesday, we flew up for a practice round from San Diego because you you don't want to sit in a car for six hours. So they're like, oh, when time are you leaving? You driving? I'm like, no, we're flying. They're like, what? So. It's nice. Is there anything worse than a long drive to a private flight? I mean, come on. That's the <laughs> shit. That's the worst. Well, you can't drive on the tarmac? Oh like, what kind know, of bullshit dude. is that? Yeah, and, then, got, and then what, what kind of food? Are these what kind of food did they have on that plane that you were complaining about? I'm not Out complaining about anything, uh-huh. but we did have sugar fish on that. Yeah. <laughs> was it as good as your Nobu last night? No, that was really nice. I heard Xander didn't even want to go. You made him go. Oh, here we go. And then, did Gary tell you this? Then you made him pay for dinner. Yeah. I was like, you whip your card out, boss. Yeah, get that black card no, out. No, he had invited us. And then, yeah, I, I threw my card at him, and he said, no, nah, daddy's got this or some bullshit like that. <laughs> <laughs> Gary's version of the story is much different. Don't listen to a word Gary says. Oh, that's good. Every that's time good. he sees me, hey, is, uh, how's the sushi on the Southwest flight? Gary. <laughs> <laughs> Where would you rank Gary on the intelligence level? On oh, the he's a negative one. Yeah. Like he's bottom, <laughs> bottom of the deck. Oh, They're not right. afraid to bear you. And and also, Scovran told me like a couple years ago they nicknamed you Stevie. Yeah, he, he called me Stevie. Okay, why? I take my job like surprisingly with this. He's I one take, of the best. I, by I the do way. I do take my job pretty seriously. So like I'm I'm pretty intense at times. Like when I go through course stuff and like trying to figure out certain plays and whatnot. So he's like, dude, you're like Steve Williams. I'm like, is that a compliment? I, I mean, I don't know. Is it? Do you wear tight know. jean shorts like he does off the course? No, I don't no. do that. Okay. I might, though. Just try it. He's in better shape than you. He's way better shape than me. Yeah. Perfect segue to the next question. <laughs> <laughs> Perfect in terms of jean shorts and in better shape. Which cat? You got the new Saks campaign, right? All the caddies okay. are getting fame. They're, they're yeah. underwear models, all that. Which caddy on tour should be most offended or is most offended? They weren't a part of that campaign i don't know who's most offended i big wave dave Dave, big wave dave is yeah yeah he's single he he does well with the ladies he thinks he's pretty good looking he's one of the few guys that probably looks at himself while he's putting on his boxer like let's see how i look in these guys (laughs) you look good yeah yeah Big wave, big wave. Yeah, I love wave. I love wave. I figured they'd get a good. What about, I feel like you'd slide right in there, though. You know what I mean? With yeah. The sacks? Huh? If I, like maybe six years ago. Not anymore. No. Got to go back I'm to that. I'm top heavy now. You know, yeah. I'm like really small legs. They saw those dance moves Nothing you got. They that. might change their mind. 
Yeah, it needs like 16 of those. Better, are you a yeah. better dancer or karaoke singer? Probably dancer. I wouldn't say I was good at karaoke. You, you have your own karaoke machine. Good. Or rapper. Oh. Probably, I'm a probably better dancer. What's your go-to karaoke kind of song? Jack of all trades. Uh, Can we play it? Oh, boy. No, don't do that. <laughs> I sang Vanilla Ice that night. That was pretty good. Yeah, you were actually Ice good. Ice Ice Baby. Uh, I actually like country. I listen to a lot of country. Yes. So like Luke Combs. I think this is the first thing we get along. We yeah. agree on. I love country. So I actually, do sing a lot of country. We actually have always got along great until I saved your ass and found your ball at Torrey you, Pines. You, you made you me still, a lot of money. You still haven't paid me anything for that. You want to go get, get my food cr- after this? Like, you want yeah. another watch? Sushi. Yeah, I'll, I'd rather have a watch. Okay. Let's Nobu? CBS pay he did for make food. me like, some at Nobu? Shit. That, he that. finished second. Yeah, we did. Tight yeah. second. Where did you hit one sideways? No, oh, it was pissing rain at Torrey. It was 17th hole. We're like on the cut line. He hits his shot just right of the green. Can't find it. Plugged. And of course, he, he's so low to the ground. He just yeah. Oh, here we go. Here <laughs> like, we go. He's like one of those little truffle yeah. pigs just fucking goes right <laughs> to it. Hey, I got to hear Xander. <laughs> if, if you would have paid me my cut, I could be flying private. Yeah. Jesus. You're right. This is good. I'll Cheap pick you bastard. up one day in a private jet. <laughs> oh, <flight. William. laughs> I, I, I never turn down a free private jet ride. If it's yours, I think I'm going to have to turn it down because oh, I'll never hear I the would end take of it. The, the, there's a no chance of that. Yeah, they're yeah, right. No, I called them. I'm like, hey, I man, I'm happy on the tarmac. About it, no, dude. You, you want to go? You could be like, hey, I'm head to Scott's. I'm like, mind if I hop on? <laughs> yeah. You got, you, him down. you got some room over We're there? We're kind of bouncing all over the place, but I mean, yeah, you great. got five wins. You're also part of an Olympic gold medal. Yeah. One over there. Um, I got to ask. I mean, you know, it's, it's weird because there's no money on the line. Xander gets a gold medal. You get the flag. What do you yeah. do with that Olympic flag? Oh, it's hanging up in my office. Like, that was probably, that's my. Damn it, I got bad information. What what do you say I did with it? Well, no. Rumor has it you didn't get the flag. Oh, I got the flag. Oh, I, I heard grabbed Pops all eighteen it. of them. <laughs> I heard Ogre pa- tried to grab it. Yeah, his dad. His dad tried to take He's it. He's like, "That's my flag," and I'm like, "Bullshit! It's your flag." <laughs> and his jerk, you know, yeah. like, that's my flag. I want it. I'm like, "No, you're not getting this." Go get seventeen. He's like, "Caddies, that's not a thing. They don't get the flag." I'm like, "What?" Was that was the check from the Olympics the smallest check Xander's ever wrote you? Might be, yeah. It was, I think it might have been three grand or something like that. It was like five thousand, I think. Yeah. Damn. God. You must just beating the globe. Well, they paid him you like beat nothing. Beat the globe. Yeah. I mean, right. CP and Pan no and Rory Sabatini made more money than Xander just because of the federations. You know, they're paying. Are you CT oh, Pan? Yeah, are you yeah, complaining right. about it? No, I'm not. It was the best win of. <laughs> it was the best win experience. Why I've do you ever hate had. America? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> he didn't What'd fly get, private there. Yeah. What'd you get, do in the Olympics, Jelly? <laughs> Yeah, how'd you do? Did you do anything since oh, yeah? after y'all yeah. won Quail? That's a that was a nice that was a nice, nice clip. Did you do anything? Did you do anything sweet? Did you buy your dogs a car or anything? <laughs> no, we played gin like we normally do. We got really intoxicated. We went to our Hampton Inn and we ran out of wine. I was beating his ass because he couldn't see anything. It was gr- glorious actually. <laughs> and then um, that's it. I heard you made a rather nice donation to an athletic program. I did that night. I did. <laughs> oh, yeah. You're a, new, a Nova fan, aren't Nova, you? Yeah, yeah, Nova. Nova's football they were, program. They were doing some fundraiser, and I was like, shit, I just want a bunch of money here. I'll donate to this program. Nova <laughs> oh, just my. got a new punter yeah. on the NIL deal. They were complaining about they didn't have a football team or something. I was like, here's your, for the next quarterback. Your wife, Heather's over here like, what in the hell are you talking <laughs> yeah. about right There's now? There's five grand. Go get yeah. yourself a kicker. You didn't yeah. know y'all were big Villanova donors? Oh, yeah. 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 Big time. Big guy. Ducks I got season tickets. Yeah. <laughs> We're sideline passes whenever we want them. Uh, y'all keep the running tab on Jen, right? Yeah. You and, you and Dub. Who's, where's it stand right now? He won last night. He's up. Oh, he's going to be hurt. I wanted, 
Yeah, God. That's why he asked me today. He asked me, hey, you been playing gin? I didn't even ask him if he did. That's, he yeah. was just looking for that. Yeah. Oh, I pounded, I pounded him. He was chirping last Yeah, night. he was. God, there's nothing worse. Well, guys, I know you're, you're a huge Denver Bronco fan, as is the man next Let's to you. Yeah. Yep. Let's you ride. Got, you Let's got ride. my guy, Let's Sean ride. Payton. We're gonna ride. We're Sean Payton's show. How, how are we feeling about the season? Great. I mean, Sean Payton. If anyone could fix Russ, it's Sean Payton. Mm-hmm. And we're going to have a healthy Javante Williams. Our defense is always good. Pick, just picked up Frank Clark. We're going to be good. You got that problem in Kansas City, though. Yeah, well. Vision's no problem. We get the wild card. San Diego's matter. not bad, too, by just the way. Just slide us in. Who's San Diego? Well, they don't have a team. Yeah, yeah, they don't have to exist, but it's L.A. You're but whatever, the, we know where you're San Diego saying. Waves MLS team or what? Chargers. Okay. We'll be fine. We'll be fine. All the caddies love sports, and most of the ones that I know love the fire a little bit. Let's use football, for example. Give me a guy that you, – this might be you, by the way. A guy to show up at the range or the you know lunch or whatever, be like, I got a lock. Here's the lock. Oh, it never hits. Uh, Who's the guy? It's 100%. I Jelly? I don't have any locks. You got like you no, can you text me about like locks. horse races in Dubai. You're Those like, days I gotta are over. Beat on Those this, days are over. This, <laughs> I got a fast pony. I've had a few WNBA games, and when those WNBA games weren't locks anymore, I was like, all right. Oh yeah, that's what you had was women. Yeah. He was women's basketball everything was, for a while. Jesus, that jealous. Jealous. Like, that's, that's like, that's He's like, that's I like heavy. the I like the sparks tonight. I was yeah. like, what are you talking? It's got to be dynamite now. Yeah, who's dynamite? He caddies for. David Thompson. Th- David Thompson. Yeah. Davis, Davis Thompson. Davis Thompson. Davis, Davis Thompson. Yeah. You almost Gold know him jacket, really well. Green jacket. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. It's dynamite. Dynamite. Yeah. Yeah. Do y'all ever have like when when y'all are like paired together, y'all got any little side action on your players? Like, hey, I'll take my guy fifty bucks a birdie or whatever. Any Not side really. action? Not really. If, no. if things are going like six holes or something, there things aren't going well. Like, you want to play for dinner or something? But, yeah. Yeah. We've had like side. I've had side action with Jordan Spieth while playing with him. You know, hey guys, how much to hit this within three feet? And I'm down like maybe two thousand on Jordan. <laughs> Have you paid him? Yeah, I slowly pay him. He slowly. gives me a lot of free rolls. He feels bad for me. Running tap. God, he shouldn't. Why? You fly private. Yeah, you fly <laughs> private. <laughs> Running tap. All right, flying private aside, give a little tour players. They're flying private. You got guys. We see that lifestyle on Netflix and all that stuff. What's the average week? Of a caddy, like, are you do, do guys room together? Are you going out to dinner with your players? Are you going out to dinner with other caddies? What's it like? I think uh, maybe not hotels, but houses and yeah. stuff like Airbnb houses and you know rent a room or like that. Yeah, um, yeah. He's he's honestly one of the best caddies, not because he's here. He freaking works his ass off, and you know we'll go walk golf courses and try to get the best lines and um, the best spots to hit it and where we get it up and down and yeah we do that monday tuesday wednesday and major weeks are, yeah. yeah major well, weeks a major brutal. week like what's yeah. that like, pre-game prep like how especially rolling balls doing all because yeah. sometimes you don't know where the pins because you don't know you haven't been to this golf yeah. course you don't know any there's no info on it yeah. like tomorrow i'll spend a lot of time watching tomorrow's action yeah too. it's a lot i mean last year at st andrews i think i walked twenty-seven thousand steps every day like oh my god it was ridiculous I walked minimum 27 holes a day. It didn't work. Didn't really work. No. <laughs> yeah. What, what's one? Because yeah. y'all have had so many chances at winning a major. What's the one when you look back, you're like, we really should have got that one. Uh, That's Car- not to you, John. That's Surprisingly, <laughs> I would say it was uh, Carnoustie in 18. Mm, okay. Yeah, where French- Francesco came from behind and, and won. We finished second, but... That's the one I look back. I'm like, dude, he was playing. Like, we should have won that one. That's the one we should have won. Um, not the Masters? Yeah. Well, the th- the that's Masters. the thing with, like, Hideki. Hideki. 
the fact we were five back going into the back nine yeah and we got it to two back and i'm like didn't expect that you know like never had the lead like people saying like oh he hit in the water that was a choke i'm like we were two back at that yeah. point like we had a two-shot lead and did that that's a that's because hideki bogeyed the last two or well he made a yeah he made yeah. a bogey on 18 but yeah. he, it, he missed like a seven eight yeah. footer like he should have been a par xander caught a mud ball on 16 yeah mud ball off the tee <laughs> I hate when that happens. Yeah, that happens a lot. Bad lies on the Blame it on me. Yeah, I get bad lies on the tee all the time. John, this one's for you because you get one week off a year, and the sleazy man steps in and caddies for Wyndham at Colonial. I need a full report of what Wyndham, how Wyndham rates sleaze as a caddy the following week. Well, the first year they finished like twentieth, and he's like, "God, Drew knows this course." I did. I know it. By the way, his scoring average on there apparently is what I've heard is like seventy-five in college. Oh, that's what you heard. Yeah, Just I, like I grew up in the hood in Denver yeah. too. You hear a lot of dumb shit. But um, he, the first year, he's like, "Oh my god, he he was awesome, this and that, and tell me how great he was." I was like, "Freaking fire him then." If he's that great. <laughs> then uh, the second time, it's like, "God, I could have used you." He's talking. He's fan. <laughs> Couldn't read a green, and so it's like uh, that sounds so exactly t- right. I actually, I can believe all of that. By yeah. the way, by the way, everything was fine. I was doing a hell of a job until like the last five holes, and then the wheels started wobbling. That's when I was for the first time. I was like, "What do I?" Because he played. Do well. I give him the rah rah? Do I just yeah. be like, or do I give him the spurs? Because like, he bogeyed the last hey, four. Dude, hit the fairway with an iron, and we're gonna or two birdies coming in. We'd have played in like one of the last four groups, and said it was as the first time. As I was like, I felt helpless. I was like. That's the I've first time you've got help us. I've tried. You to, played for a long. I've tried to <laughs> kick in the ass. I've yeah. tried to. You're the greatest. Like, yeah. come on, you can do it. Type shit, and it just wasn't working. He was freaking out, and everything was going fast. And I was like, dude, I called you right after. That. I was like, it was. Yeah. You know, what I mean, that was like at the the peak, probably before. Welcome like, the to my world. There right. for a while. And I was yeah. like, yeah. I was like, why don't you just hit driver three thirty down the gut like you do every other hole? Yeah. yeah. Stop trying to hit these five irons in the fairway that you blow in the trees. Yeah. You wouldn't listen. You know how it goes. <laughs> You'd be hired if he listened. I said, just make make some tweets. Yeah. Tell you what, I got real good. I was raking bunkers that second year. It's like Jesus, relax. Yeah. Miss one of these. Usually, things. you're just a little golden retriever with him. You're just searching all yeah. over the world for his ball. <laughs> Here, buddy. Here. Where'd he go? There's no fans around either. Austin, I know y'all like to have some action on Tuesdays. Normally, I mean Xander and Patrick can't yeah. lay, don't really leave each other's side. No, they they're conjoined twins. Yeah. Who's the favorite duo? for them to take down at a practice round on Tuesday. They love playing against Scotty Scheffler and Sam Burns. Oh, okay. I wouldn't yeah. have guessed that. Yeah. They play with them quite a bit. Who's up? Um, it's actually probably pretty even. There was one time we played with them at the Masters, and we just played nine holes. And Sam, I think, birdied like four of the first five, and then there was a rain delay, and they were up like four on us. And they're like, oh, got to cancel the bet. So they're, every time we see them or start a bet, they're like, oh, we're going to have a rain delay. But, <laughs> yeah, they're, it's good. Like, it's literally, you could film that, you know. So Sounds like a money game you. with Drew. Yeah, sometimes <laughs> weather comes in and weather it's called off and it's yeah. no gotta, void. Mama's calling. I got to go. Got to go. <laughs> yeah. You know. They're close to, like, their friendship. Sam and Scotty are kind of like yeah. maybe the closest thing to Xander and Cantlay. I'll ask all you guys this because b- both of you all – I have players who have won before, so there'll be no hurt feelings. But you're around all the dudes out there, right? You see them all week in, week out. Give me the guy that hasn't won yet on the PGA Tour that you think maybe next up. Oh, saw his. Yeah, I sure. agree. The yeah. short game? Well, his short game's nasty. It's sickening, isn't it? Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's really – I mean, luck. I'm happy he didn't win because we beat him at Travelers. We pounded him. Yeah. But 
But he's like uh, 17th on FedEx this year. Hasn't he's won. So That's good. Yeah. so hard he's to so do. He's playing a lot of good yeah. golf. And um, if he drives it straight, it's like, from that point in, really, yeah. really good. It's just yeah. going to get in the fairway. No, for sure. Sahith for both of y'all. And, yeah. yeah. Sahith. And he's a good kid. I like him. I mean, he's a really nice kid. kid. Yeah. yeah. Jelly trying loves to think him. Of it. I love him. Wyndham <laughs> <laughs> has a hard time with it because I've loved him in college. He had like one little flop shot, and I was like, the kid's going to be a PJ Tour star. He's like, he hits it all over the place. I was like, watch. Yeah, he's, he's got loved. some game, man. He's got some he's game. He's cool. Yeah. He really gets it. Other than the decision at Travelers, which gift yeah. wrapped it for y'all. Um, I wasn't too mad about that. No, not yeah. too mad. Just uh, go ahead and play it in that bunker one more time. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Um, yeah. Caddy on the PGA Tour most likely to hire an agent. To hire an agent? Hire an agent. Are we, going into ca- are we going into the most likely stuff? I guess. Gino. Gino right now? Yeah. I mean, I've, I've seen him sign more autographs this week than Xander. I said the same thing a couple weeks ago. He signed more. He was there's like a line of yeah. kids and adults, and he's signing yeah. for. And Wyndham walks by, he just won, and he signs zero. Yeah, and it's like we're at the we're at the U.S. Open and today, and here comes Joel, and Joel's buddy is carrying the bag. I'm like, where's Gino? And Joel's like, doing an interview and signing autographs. <laughs> so, Jesus, what is happening? He didn't have time right for this shit. Literally bigger than his Gino. player. Yeah, yeah. 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 Uh, just a side. Gig. Joel's the man. But yeah. Joel is the man. That relationship's pretty good. Too. Yeah, it's good. Pretty damn good. All right, give me the caddy who's the biggest fluke to ever place in the closest to the pin contest at the players. It's probably me. You played? You won? I won. You Did won. you really? Yeah. 2018? How close? Seven feet. Good shot. It was Jelly, good. Where it were was you? blowing. Yeah, where were you Jelly, that day? The lights have gotten you, bud. Because no. you're a great iron no, player. And you don't even green yeah. it most of the time. I get bad yardages. Yeah, I went to. <laughs> Exactly. Is that it? Yeah. Fleener. Yeah, uh, he's going to be mad, but Fleener. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah, that's got to be the biggest upset. He's yeah. the 2020 Players Champion. That's he's right. the only one who the won. The only it. one. Yeah. He cash. told me he won. I was like, what? Yeah. The only cash. Yeah. That year. God, yeah, he could sing, right. too. Speaking of cash. Oh, he was okay. singing last night, by the way, at this party. He? Yeah. So late. You he can go. He loves there. it. Yeah. He does not pass up a karaoke session. No. no. He might need an agent for real. Yeah, yeah actually. He's sick. He keeps going. The sack thing, you missed out. All yeah, right, you did miss out. Most on that. likely tour player to split the dinner bill with their caddy. Oh, mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, no comment on that. One. No, you. <laughs> That's not an option. <laughs> no comment. That'd be me. I think. Yeah, you. I'm not gonna really say anything on that because I don't know the guy very well, but I just hear <laughs> some stuff. We'll just so you're out there. there. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Yeah. Fine. So I'm I'm gonna plead the fifth. Okay. That's fair. You can do that on the show. Okay. We've heard a couple feelings on this one, so you can tread lightly. Brett um, Waldman has called me seven times during this yeah. during a caddy episode because he got in, insulted. Oh, I know. He's he gets he's soft. Anyways, yeah. He's gonna call me now after I yeah, just said that. Yeah. Or you can make amends on that right here, caddy. If you put him in a field, most likely to make the cut or come closest Ooh, to yeah. making a cut in a tour event. Depends on the course. Yeah. If you go to like a short hitters course, Griner's probably. I was gonna say Grind on Puerto Rico. I think Griner could make the cut. Or yeah, one of those hang around like a short yeah. course. Hang around, but you get him yeah. on like Tory South, he has zero chance. Yeah, most people yeah don't have a chance yeah. out there. Griner, yeah, that the answer. Griner. Yeah, there's a couple. Jelly, you and Griner straight up right now. He probably you, get. Oh, he'd probably, you need you some pie. Get me. Yeah, and I don't even like giving the guy credit, but he'd pound you. I don't think he'd pound me. Really? No. I played well last time. I played. Dude, he shot sixty yeah, I'm done. eight or whatever last yeah, time. Going out on top. I'm going. Yeah, he yeah, ain't dude. beating me last week. I promise you that. All right, <laughs> each of you most nervous you've ever been catting for your guy. Oh, 18 at the Olympics. We had a four footer that was the hardest read I've ever seen. It was like literally looked like a zigzag, and I'm like, 
where do you, he's like, where do you like this? I'm like, straight? Yeah. He's like, I like it. Yeah, we're going straight. And you had to make it to win. Yeah. Had to make it to win. Sick. It was, yeah. You could see me, like, in the coverage, like, a fist pump. He didn't even do anything. He didn't like, do anything, dude. Shit. He didn't do jump any. in the lake and there was, shit. Wasn't there, there was no fans, right? There it was, was the no strangest fans. thing. It was for the gold medal, big pot, no like, one around. It was, and, like, he yeah. didn't even celebrate. I was like, yeah. that's a gold. Yeah, it was, it was sick. Jelly? Uh, probably early in his career, we struggled to keep our card there for a few years. And we needed to make the cut uh, maybe at uh, Wyndham or something. And he made the cut. And I was like, God, if we miss this, there's a chance we don't keep our card. I think it was Wyndham or maybe the week before, but yeah, somewhere there where it was like mm. his early years where it was like, God, kid's too good to do this, but we need to make it. But he made it and look at him now. Austin doesn't even know what that life's like. I mean, they finished <laughs> third in the FedEx Cup yeah. as rookie. He year. was yeah. at 25,000 feet eating sushi. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Wyndham keep his car. Like, who's this Wyndham kid? Yeah. Another glass of champagne, please. Yeah, no. Kaiser books the Ricks Carlton in Atlanta at the start of the year. Yeah. Hey. Yeah. Can't I just knock it. I leave and then as I'm leaving, hey, can I just you run, Mitch, run it back? You and no, Keith no. would have a good re- good relationship. Oh yeah, you know Cashmere, I mean? yeah. Cashmere, and you. He's yeah. the man. Be nice. I love Cashmere, Keith. Right, here's one that's not a most likely, but player you look forward to playing with, getting paired with the most because you know the post shot commentary is great. Hatton. Oh yeah, I mean based yeah, off post shot, yes, yeah. 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 Is there? An, I th- I knew he'd be like one night, but is there another dude that like doesn't get the pub that Hatton gets because he's like known for it now. Joel's you almost expect fun. it. Joel Damon's pretty fun because, you know, he, if he's a, misses a few shots, it's like, should I look at my phone now and book my flight? Just like mid round third hole. Yep, I'm out of here. But Hatton, I told Dub this the other day. I was like, God, if I could caddy for one guy for a couple of weeks, it'd be him. I think it'd the, be, it would be the best. Yeah. Because then I would act like my old golfing self, and I'd be throwing clubs too. It'd be amazing. The yeah, two yeah, of you us could actually yeah, be yourself. Club throwing contest. <laughs> Instead yeah. of telling break them, it. Oh, you're so break good. it, bitch. Yeah. That was a horrible, Please. horrible shot. Yeah. So on, on Saturday at Byron Nelson, myself and Amanda Redder had a set on the 17th hole there, and he came and joined us. Uh, I remember that. And yeah. he was so bad, so bad. It was incredible. Like he was. I love the guy. Like and we have conversations. He's. I was like, he'll be awesome sitting with no. us. So he agrees to come over. He's terrible. Tries terrible. to call a shot. Terrible. The next day, I have his group. He's got 20 feet for eagle. He misses it three feet short and right. Ends up making birdie. Walks over to me and goes, that putt was almost as bad as my fucking commentary yesterday. <laughs> <laughs> I would love to catch him. I thought he would light that thing up, too. I did, too. Just, it, was, it was not in the cards. The red light went on, and he got nervous. Yeah. yeah. All right, that well, we, we, we talk about how great your players are at all times. Right off the top of your head, worst shot you've seen your guy hit. Only one, John. God, there's a lot in there. <laughs> Jelly. I got a lot of scar tissue. Yeah. We played that PXU driver there for a while, and I was like, are you? I would look at him and I was like, how in the hell did that ball get to where it got? But um, hopefully Bob Parsons isn't listening. Bob Parsons yeah, no. is going to kill you. Yeah. Sorry. There it goes. Then and you have a hit out on your face. I'll be a goner here shortly. Um, there's got to be one that just pops in. You're like, oh, my God, that was horrendous. I had Bahamas last year. We were playing in Tigers tournament, and he hits his shot. I think it was a shank. I'm not even sure, but it was like a high shank, and it plugs in the sand like 50 right. And we're hitting an eight iron. I'm like, what the hell was that? Like, so I'm like, did you did you shank that? Like quietly, yeah. And, yeah. You know, and we're having fun. It's a fun week. Like we're out there messing around. He's, you know, it's hero. It's like I don't know. That was probably the worst shot I've ever hit. I'm like, 
Yeah, that was 100% the worst shot I've pushed ever Pushed an 8-iron, terrible shot, worst shot ever. Jesus. I mean, it was like 60-yard push with wind off the right, too. That's a sad part. You got no, You don't have one off the top of your head for Wyndham? I mean, there's a, no, I don't have one off the top of my head, unfortunately. <laughs> you have 100? <laughs> I haven't been yeah. there for a while. Um, No, I don't have one. He doesn't hit any bad ones anymore. It's amazing. Okay. He does. Yeah, you're yeah, such a guy keeping ass. his job. Keeping, all right. Huh. Easier one, you can fluff them. Give me the the one shot that stands out like, oh, my God, that's the best shot I've ever seen you hit. College. He hit a three iron at um, in Denver. Um, where's the second playoff event next year? Castle Cherry Hills? Castle Pines. No, Castle, Castle Pines. Castle Pines. Yeah, yeah. The first hole, par five. He hit a three iron that went higher than any one of my 60-degree sand wedges from, like, 265. I still tell him to this day it was the best shot I've ever seen anybody hit. It was unbelievable to like eight feet, and he missed it and made birdie. I think that <laughs> he missed it. He yeah, missed throw it. that in there. And then he whipped it. Yeah. I think that shot you guys hit on uh, the drivable hole at Wells Fargo. You guys laid up. And I'm yeah. Like, oh yeah, that took some to the back pin. Oh yeah. Like, most nice. guys would leave that forty feet short, yeah. and he just hits it to three feet after we just hit it to Hammy yeah. Peen for birdie. I'm like, oh my. God. Yeah, that shot was. Pretty clutch. Trying to pick one up on him, no chance, and then that's where it would. You got one for Xander? Quail Hollow, that neck, that following hole, this was on Saturday. He had 250 front. Wind was like slightly help. Yeah. And he had 270 hole. And I'm like, hybrid's just going right over the green, dude. Like, I don't know what to tell you. It's like four iron in the front bunker. Your bunker game's nasty. He's like, I think I can get a four in there. I'm like, okay, but, you know. It's, he pitched like one on and he made eagle. And he beagled that thing. I beagled yeah. that. Yeah. It was like the best. He's like, dude, I hit that thing dead in the nuts. I'm like, all right. This guy's not going away, this little. <laughs> yeah. Just call it away. Let us, let us let win us. one. Dude, can we just cruise in yeah. one time? You know, my favorite round y'all ever played was um, at Kapalua when you came from behind to beat Gary. Yeah. Like, that That's got to be one of the sweetest oh, Gary, <laughs> I love looking at Gary's face walking out. I give him shit every once in a while, too. I'm like, hey, man, remember Kapalua, 19? Any was it 61 or 62 y'all shot? 11 under, so it so was 62. 62, yeah. Yeah, Gary had a like a five-shot lead and shot 68 or yeah, something. Five under free, par. Bogey free, five free. under with a five-shot lead Bogey lost. Free How quickly him. does he bring up the U.S. Open, though, after you say that? Yeah, you know, Mr. America. Yeah, sorry. Yeah. Dude, Were you at really? Pebble? Yeah, yeah, I was. We finished third at Pebble, too. He beat yeah. us there, so I guess he got even. Uh, awesome. Get, what's the dumbest shit your guy has to carry in the bag every day that doesn't need to be there? We carry a level, and we don't do any of that stuff on the green. When I, I finally just took it out, there's peanut butter sandwiches. Yes. There's yeah. I was about to say. That's my fault though. Like I'm looking at this thing; it has more mold on it than like that's me. But he's got more snacks in there, and he's a little bird. I don't get it. When I took the bag and I cleaned it, when I had to carry the big one, there was shit in there. I was like, "This is a seven month old peanut butter and jelly." Yeah, and so beat. It was just I needed gloves to go clean that thing yeah. out. It was nasty. Nasty. Yeah. Xander carry anything dumb in there? No. I, light? I make sure. I like prep his bag every night and oh make sure nothing. <laughs> <laughs> I used to take it Couple home with me and you sleep with him. him. I literally used to call him his clubs. <laughs> buy him a car, too. I got his, an Uber for his, seven his car. bag. No, he, takes it to the he carries. No, I mean, everything. He carries a lot of, like, pain meds, but never takes them. I don't know, like Aleve, and he has Aleve, Advil, and Tylenol in there. And I'm like, Perfect. That's good to know yeah, next time I follow your group. I probably yeah, need that's it. That's why it's rattling yeah. all the way down. When you're hungover yeah. and you yeah. need it, just yeah. let me know, man. When I'm hungover. Yeah. yeah. When he's not hungover. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah. When just that's when he feels weird. Yeah. You got anything else for us, Liz? I think this was... Dude, this was fantastic. You I guys want to do it again credit. next week? Yeah. Like we're just scratching the surface. Yeah. Yeah. You got some more stories. You are the best, man. Thank you so much for joining us. 
Thanks for having uh, us. Yeah. Best of luck the rest of the season. Thank you. Thank you, Thanks, boys. Guys. Appreciate y'all. Fun. All right. Well, that was John Ellis and Austin Kaiser joining us on sub subpar special. Wow. That, special. That's so much fun. The caddies just let it rip. But how about the week both of them had? I mean, Xander opens with 62 after the night before coming on subpar. Mm-hmm. John Ellis, he's got a damn part of a trophy. He's making a shitload of money this year, the jelly man. There yeah. ain't no more Motel 6s with the sleeves. Homeboys <laughs> upgraded. But, man, so happy for both of them, all the success they've had. But John Ellis, he's stuck by Wyndham Clark's side, obviously left the University of Oregon as his assistant coach to go out and caddy for him. And now they've won two of the biggest tournaments on the PGA Tour schedule, the Wells Fargo. And now he's a major champion at the U.S. Open. But these guys, they're just hilarious. Uh, how about how bougie our man Austin Kaiser is? We don't fly commercial. I love him. There's no way he stays in San Diego as much as he loves it there. No if your boss moves to Florida and you're popping on the bird, PJ, it's hard to go in reverse. Everyone works super hard, like PJ Tour players included. Like, I'm flying commercial, and then I go to first class, and then, I, oh, I made it. I'm flying private. Uh, it's hard to go backwards. Like, I fly private everywhere. And he's flying. He's, like, driving to Vegas, by the way, to hop on the bird, as opposed to, like, I'll just meet you in Dallas or whatever. Going backwards. Uh Tough look, but I didn't really said hello to Austin and things like that around the way. I love he's awesome. Yeah, I know Jelly since way, way, way back, obviously. But Austin and I, when Jelly was like, oh, yeah, he's one of my close buds. I was like, I'm sure he's awesome. And then talk with him. I was like, this dude's sweet. Love, he's great, man. Big, he, big fan going he, forward. He talks shit going down the fairways out there. It's great. He's a fantastic caddy. Him and Xander have been together since day one, pretty much, yeah. of his professional Both of these career. guys have been with their dudes since, like, the jump. And Jelly was assistant coach for, for Dub up at uh, Oregon. And as we mentioned, Jelly had a reputation for probably being the biggest hothead on all the jicks. And then Wyndham at the time, back in the day, dude, would run hot, mm-hmm. super hot. So when they teamed up, I was like, who's going to be who's going to be the guy to level shit out when you guys get running bad out there? And he's like, no, no. I'm, and to his credit, like he's a total opposite dude on the bag than he was when he was playing. But I, oh, my God, he the fastest club breaks in the history of golf tournaments you've ever seen. I said it on air at CBS walking with Wyndham there. I said he was Terrell Hatton as a player and now he's Tony Robbins as a caddy. I mean, he he does such a great job when we listen into him and Wyndham talking. He is so positive, so direct. They don't waste any time. It's 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 great. I mean, I think a lot of us, I mean, I was a guy who could get very down on myself. You look back now and you're like, "My god, if I could have just Yeah. Like why didn't this? I see that? Or why didn't I try to do something different? I mean, Ellis was a guy like I can distinctly remember playing the final round of a group and we were in the hunt and it's some jick out in California and we step up to this par three and it's like 200 yards and Ellis is like a club longer than me. He used to smash it. So I was like, it's a five for me. It's perfect. Whatever. I hit the five. I see Ellis get up. I look in his bag and he's got the seven. And I'm like, seven. What are you? It's like into the wind. It's probably playing 210. He's like, probably broke no six. Jick. He's aiming over here. <laughs> yeah. So he slams this thing in there. I was like, and it goes short in the bunker and he freaks out and all this stuff. And I was like, dude, seven iron? Like, what are you talking about? He's like, broke my six yesterday. Yeah. <laughs> Couldn't hit go. the five. And I was there like, okay, yeah, there you go. Well, that was a lot of fun. And congratulations to John Ellis and Wyndham Clark on winning the US Open. The PGA Tour is in full swing and you can get in on the action with FanDuel. Sign up and you'll get a no-sweat first bet up to $1,000 back in bonus bets. We are on to the Travelers Championship, a designated event. These boys, no resting, guys. You just played a major championship, go fly across the country, and now tee it up for $20 million out in Travelers, home of one of Your the worst guy. fans. That's one of the right. Worst this is the week. The yes. It's time for my public service announcement. Well, if you know the Colt Heckler or know of him and we can locate him and contact him, please Reach out via social media or my phone number. As you mentioned earlier, 970, yeah. figure it all out. Uh, need to meet this dude and figure out what it's all about. 
But another loaded field at a great golf tournament. The crowds do come out. This one is a fun one. We're going to have top 20 bets, head-to-head matchups, whatever you want, outright winners. Right, And right now is the perfect time to join FanDuel. The app is safe, secure, and easy to use. There's a wide range of betting options and props, including first-round leaders, top 10s, matchups, whatever you want. And when you win, you get paid instantly. So get inside the ropes from now until the Tour Championship. I have a feeling... You might be staying away from your boy, Wyndham Clark, this week. Based on uh, the FaceTime <laughs> I received last night, I would say the expectations are low. All right. Well, I'm going to go with the guy. He finished tied for 14th at the U.S. Open. Kind of had it. It was, it was going. It was like he was kind of all over the place. But this golf course, not the longest on the PGA Tour. It's actually under 7,000 yards, which Beautiful. is very rare. I love this place. But he's going off at 25 to 1. I'm going Colin Morikawa as my favorite. I like that. Yeah, he played good enough golf. Wasn't. Necessarily, I wouldn't call it like in the mix at the end, but played good enough golf and seemed to be just kind of hovering around that uh, all week. I'm kind of going for the same strategy, Cole. I want guys that are in good form coming off a nice week at the U.S. Open, but aren't going to be exhausted from the final round grind or, or super disappointed in the way they finish. So I'm kind of hovering around the same thing. I'm going to go Victor Hovland. He's going off at 20 to 1, finished 19th at the U.S. Open. Kind of the same thing. Would make a move, fall back or fall back, and then kind of you know come back to the top twenty ish. But he just won at Memorial; he's in good form, and I think he's he's a guy that's young enough to not be worn out from the grind and then flying across the country. And I think he's still up for it. So give me give me Vicky twenty to one. Well, I'm not totally for sure about this, but I think my dark horse is the youngest player in the field. My little man Tom Kim yeah. going off at forty to one has been struggling the last month or so. Just finished tied for eighth at the U.S. Open. When I when I think about the Travelers Championship. And TPC River Highlands out there, it's just like, okay, it's pretty narrow. It's 6,900 yards. Length isn't that big a deal. It just screams Tom Kim for me. Put it, wedge it. I totally agree. And he had a nice little, yeah, he had a nice little resurgence. Had a great uh, opening nine. About there. time, Joe. Yeah, Joe. About time, come you on. caddy better. Um, so I like that pick a lot. I'm going to go with the guy. Uh, the time's coming for this guy, too. I don't think his ceiling is like what we're talking about, Wyndham, but he's been hanging around for a while. Denny McCarthy is going off at 60 to 1. Same way I was looking at Victor Hovland. He played well enough last week, but didn't use a ton of energy up. 20th at the U.S. Open. He's finishing the top 25 in seven of his last nine events. He had that really close one where he lost in a playoff to the guy I picked as my favorite, Victor Hovland. He's playing good golf, and this golf course, especially, like you said, it's not super long. His ball striking is good, but not elite, but his putter mm -hmm. is as good as there is. So give me Danny McCarthy, 60-1. to one. I don't know how the hell he's 60 to one. He's ranked like 35th in the world. There's a lot of good players in this in this field, apparently. But yeah, you're getting Denny at 60 to one. All right. Well, go to fanduel.com slash subpar and sign up. That's fanduel.com slash subpar to get a no sweat first bet up to $1,000 in bonus bets. Fanduel, official betting operator of the PGA Tour. Must be 21 years and older and present in select states. First online real money wager only. $10 deposit required. Refund issued as non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in 14 days. Restrictions apply. See full terms at fanduel.com sportsbook. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Hope is here. Gambling helpline ma.org or call 800-327-5050 for 24-7 support in Massachusetts. Call 1-877-8-HOPE-NY or text HOPE-NY. That's 467-369 in New York. FanDuel is offering online sports wagering in Kansas under an agreement with Kansas Star Casino, LLC. Call 1-800-GAMBLER or visit FanDuel.com slash RG in Colorado, Iowa, Michigan, New Jersey, Ohio, Pennsylvania, Illinois, Tennessee, or Virginia. 
1-800-NEXT-STEP or text NEXT STEP to 53342 in Arizona, 1-888-789-7777, or visit ccpg.org chat in Connecticut, 1-800-9-WITH-IT in Indiana, 1-800-522-4700, or visit ksgamblinghelp.com in Kansas, 1-877-770-STOP in Louisiana, or www.mdgamblinghelp.org in Maryland, 1-800-F- 522-4700 in Wyoming or visit 1-800-GAMBLER.NET in West Virginia. Once again, congratulations, Wyndham Clark. You are a major champion, the 123rd U.S. Open. Go enjoy it, my friend. We'll talk to you on next week's Subpar.